Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome back to Radical Musings. Today I'm talking with Kate Monick, my friend and talented actress who's starred in a number of shows, including Young Americans and Ray Donovan. She's best known for playing Shane on The L Word. And that's how I met her, because I guest starred on The L Word. God, I mean, it was the first season of The L or second season or something of The L Word. It's a long time ago. Anyway, she was 24. We had, you know, this powerful lesbian love scene together in this show that um, apparently I I, I ended up having a a whole new fan base of wonderful, beautiful women, lesbian women, after um, being on the show with the gorgeous Kate. And uh, she's just she's just a beautiful human being, um, open hearted and great. And I, um, thought about her, uh, a lot. We run into each other through the years and I'm really looking forward to speaking to her today and see what she's been up to in all this time. Tell me what your life is right now. I mean, it's, and it is like, it was like, what is our life in COVID and how have you been handling this? Like, it's kind of, it is cliche asking that question, but people are either losing their minds, a little of both. I think, I think I've had many breakdowns to incredible revelations and, Mm -hmm. and awakenings in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. Um, but I also feel like this round right now, like we really have to lock down right now. And I think so many people are resistant and it's like, oh, like it's exhausting, but we absolutely have to do it to mm-hmm. curve this thing. And, and it's exhausting, but it's like, I, I found my, I'm cranky. I'm pissed off and yep. I find, you know, and all of it. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, um, I mean, I'm pretty good at not leaving my house pre COVID. I, uh-huh. I, I like my home, but I actually, uh, I actually started getting severe cabin fever, I think, in the last week. And that's probably in relation to the news that's coming about how we're in such a surge again. And it's wild to think that we're 10 months into this. Yeah. And, you know, back in June, we all thought, oh, you know, if we just all band together, we'd all rally, you know, this, you know, we're going to get past it. And then cut two, it's what, three weeks before Christmas and we're nowhere better off. And I mean, I go back to work uh, next week, so that'll satisfy, uh, you know, my cabin fever. But um, are you, in, are I'm, you here shooting though? You're shooting in LA. Not yeah, in we're Vancouver. shooting in LA. Ah. No, 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 no. I don't think Vancouver wants us. Yeah. <laughs> I think Canada's I like, no, thanks. <laughs> don't, please don't come. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm now at the point where I'm over it, but not over it irresponsibly, just emotionally over it. I don't, I'm tired. I, I, and I, and I know that's a collective feeling. I'm not alone in thinking that. Did you redo your house? This one? Are you into um, like, Oh yeah. I'm like a major, I love a renovation and um, I do it in piecemeal, right? Like I, I, you know, it's because otherwise you just go broke. So I, we, we just look at the things that need to get done immediately. Like and kitchens and bathrooms. Of, immediately kitchens uh, in this house, it was kitchens floors. And then um, I did the guest bath and I'm ready to, we're ready to do the master bath, but then COVID hit and we had to pause it. So I think in the new year or like in the early spring, we'll, finally got that and make it into like, you know, the spa experience. Did you get married? I did. You did? When, when did you get married? Um, in 2018. And who's your Early partner? 2018. Her name's Anna. Anna. And you're happy. She's from Brazil. Oh, oh, and you guys are great? Beyond. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Beyond. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So when we worked together on the L word many, many years ago, Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was, I will never forget. And it was Kimberly Pierce directing this episode. That was one. She was directing one of them. Yes. One of a, yes. our, yes. this, this one episode, which was, um, apparently they said 
was the first episode that they had to cut. Uh, the right because it was so it was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was graphic. <laughs> That's probably. <the> <laughs> But I will never forget. So, because this is a moment, and because I, I am a straight woman, but and I have many, many, many uh, lesbian friends, and um, but I never, you know, I, I actually got to admit, it's like, oh, what am I missing? But I, I never had sex with a, a woman before, and I, and so there was this moment where I was suddenly I was like perplexed, like, okay, but so is it just fingers and lips and touching and like? I really needed, like, I needed, like, I said it to, I said, Kimberly, I said, I, I feel so embarrassed, like, because I, you know, I've talked to so many people, but when it, we were actually doing the scene and, and it was coming, I, I suddenly had this moment of freeze, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I want to do this right. How is it? And how do you, you not did nothing have, wrong. You no, did but, nothing you know, wrong. But you know what she did that was so great was because I, I couldn't get past the, you don't have a penis thing. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't get like how, and, and, and I, it, it was in this moment I had done research. Like I have friends, I talked, like it wasn't, but it was in the moment of actually doing it where I looked, I suddenly went, Kimberly, what, how do you like, I need a cock. <laughs> that can happen. She's, I think it did actually. Oh, that's So she said, <laughs> she, she whispered in my ear, you know, go and start making out and put my hand between your legs. Right. Right. And, right, ha- right. and she had you put on a strap on. Mm-hmm. Or you had that's our, right. God, <gasps> no, that's right. God, you have a better you memory. You see me, and I, gra- I, I, my head goes back, and I crack up. Like it was like we kept going, but that was, that was, that well, was it. And as soon, as soon as that clicked for me, it was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're an honorary. Gay. Wow, you're an honorary gay. Truly, you fully committed. That's why I loved. I was so excited. I remember it was first season that your character first showed up and I, and Eileen Chaikin told me that, you know, we got Rosanna Arquette and I was so excited because I've always been such a fan of yours. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I thought, Oh my God, I get to work with someone I've always admired. Like how great. Meanwhile, I was was saying Shane, you get to do scenes with Shane. (laughs) I mean, Oh oh my God, that's crazy. Because I was like, call, cause every, cause everyone on set and everyone I knew knew how excited I was to work with you. Like truly I am a, very big fan. I always have been. Uh-huh. And then, and, and then, you know, and then we became friends and we got to know one another and then you returned for, for season three. And one thing I truly enjoyed that you, that, you know, you didn't fail to deliver was like your full commitment. Like you were a fearless performer uh-huh. and you made me raise my game. And I, it, it was just such a wonderful lesson. It was such a great on the field lesson of like how to do your job. So you really influenced me. I don't know if you realize that, but I don't. And then, oh, then we, then we were in every Ray Donovan, but I didn't get to work with you in Ray Donovan. I didn't know you got like thrown into a pit with Jimmy Woods and John Voight in the middle oh, of the night. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. Them, I mean, the two of them. And by the way, I have to say both of them, I have to, you know, forget their, their politics. I do not believe, I do not agree with in any shape or form, but they, I have to, both of them are great actors. They're great actors. Great actors. I just felt for you yeah. that like you were like getting tossed into like. Yeah, a, a no, he was pit. happy. Jimmy was happy to throw me in that put pit. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, but yeah, I just happy. loved. I loved every. I loved every second working with you. Like I always was asking Eileen, bring Sherry back. How do we bring Sherry back? Let's find some weird fucked oh, up reason to bring Sherry fun. back. Yeah, that, we could have yeah. really. That would that could have turned well. See, see now because it's a whole different world now, and and you know, and now I'm like you know, middle, really middle aged. <laughs> What's wrong with no, that? Am I, an, am I a senior? Wait, what are you talking? No, I'm not middle aged. I'm considered a senior. Fuck that. What are you talking <sighs> about? I am not What's, a spring chicken. It doesn't matter. Isn't that more interesting <laughs> that you're not? I'm not a no, spring I, chicken, Ro. No, but I think How it'd be fun to I bring am? that into the whole thing of the aging, you know, mama thing. Um, Embrace but, it. Yeah. Tell me, so tell me, are you going to have a baby? Do you guys want to have a baby together? Or are you just, yeah, I think eventually well, yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, yeah, not me, but, um, okay. yeah, maybe at some point for sure. She, what she'd like to. Yes. Well, she's Brazilian yes. and that family and so right? family oriented. It's all about family. So it's all about family. It's yeah. all about, um, I've said this before. Tribal, I, tribal family too. Like stick with your tribe, and, right? Very, very, very much. And, um, and very, very close knit. And I, I, we were in Brazil 
um, right when the pandemic hit. So we had a rush back to the States. And um, the problem was that airlines were, co- were just canceling flights left and right without any notice. Oh, so gosh. you'd think you'd be booked on the flight and then you'd suddenly get an alert saying, oh, it got canceled okay. at the last minute. So then you had to scramble to find you know, some other flight home. But uh, my time in Brazil... I spent a lot of time with their family and what I love about Brazilians, uh, well, I love a lot of things about Brazilians, but one of the Except things is that their president is horrible <laughs> and, and my in-laws would agree with you, um, is that they'd love to feed you. It's all love. And they like, they just constantly want to feed you always. It's like, that's how they show their love. And it's beautiful. And the food is like, Oh, like knocked down. Amazing. So that it's, and it's, how was it for them to accept that their daughter had a partner that was a woman. Totally fine. Great. Good. Oh, my mother-in-law is like one of the coolest women I've ever known. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. And her, and my father-in-law, he's incredible. He's just like a guy who loves to play music and smoke weed and <laughs> hang out at the beach. He's oh, amazing. Oh, good. Amazing. Good, good. I am very fortunate in the in-law department. They're oh, incredible. Oh, that's so good. And yeah. how, how's everything in your side of the family? You're good with your... Did you, you yeah. had, did you have a loss that somebody passed? My, my father died in 2004. Is that what you mean? Two th- yeah. It, it could be it. My mom is okay. My mom is uh, back in Philly and it just bums me out that I can't be with her. Have and you not she's seen turning, her through this whole time? I haven't. I saw, she was here last Christmas uh-huh. and um, I haven't seen her since. And she turns 80 in three weeks and uh-huh. I can't be with her. So I have to figure something out you know, virtually, but it's a woman who doesn't have an iPhone. She doesn't know what FaceTime is. She doesn't want to know what any of these things are. She hates technology. So I love, um, I say I'm, I'm right behind. I'm like, you know, <laughs> below that I hate technology and it's very hard for me, but I do have an iPhone and I'm doing this, but just, I can't work anything. I just get very frustrated. Yeah, neither, for me to do the can. zoom myself, I panic and I cry. If I like zoom chats with people and I'm awful. Oh, it's not my generation. I hate it. Yeah. It's not you mine do. either. I, I, I hate it. I hate everything. I, I don't have, I don't know how to work much in my house. So I've on a VTech support. She sets everything up, but, um, <laughs> but I, I just, I can't stand it, but it's been, you know, a game changer during this awful year we've had. So, yeah, you know, in the way that everybody's so isolated and, and then, but we have this connection in this way, I really do miss hugging people. It's just getting it's, I think it's terrible for the young kids. Like I have a, my daughter's 26, but there's the little kids. My, my husband has grandkids and his, it's just hard for them, man. How, this mm-hmm. is such a, like to put your mask on, you know, you have to, and, you, and and we're doing that to protect other people, but that that's in their psyche of fear, yeah. you know, the perpetual yeah. fear that's going through all of us. I, I've been, you know, I talk about this a lot and I have talked with other people about this, but though I feel like we're, you know, we're all in a state of, complete trauma from this last four years. It's like the, the, the president is, is the rapist and we are all mm-hmm. his survivors just trying to like get through our PTSD. It really is mm-hmm. that way. It's, it's so that way. I don't think we realize that the level of PTSD we actually have collectively and individually, it's one of those things that you realize after the fact. Yeah. Right. And I think in like six months down the line, we're going to look back and realize the onslaught that we've, you know, been put through. Yeah. And it's going to affect us deeply. Yeah. Has there, have you seen, because you started in this business, did you all start as an actor and in your sexuality, this is who I am and I am uh, a gay woman, I'm a lesbian. And I immediately in the room when you work, people knew who you were or did that just come out being on the, the L word? Um, I think, it, no, it came out during, uh, the L word. Cause I was, I was young when the L word started. I was yeah. the youngest cast member. I was like, what, 24, I think when it started or something really? crazy. And yeah, I was very young and, and, um, I didn't have, um, I was from New York as well. So everyone on the show was LA based and I didn't have, um, you know, any sort of gay community that I spent time with in New York. So uh, when it was the show that kind of, you know, had me open my eyes and made me, you know, 
maybe, you know, see the world differently and that made sense. And so, you know, Do, I had to you go through didn't my identify own process. Then? Sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I didn't mean to. Interrupt. Oh, you didn't no, identify okay. before the show. No, I was just figuring wow. myself out. I, I didn't just, know that. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I was just a kid. I was just, you know, I've always been a late bloomer. So I was just, you know, figuring it out. And that show was just an eye opening experience. That th- I, huge. That this, this was, was a, uh, this could be my life. You, 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 but you did, didn't you, did you ever have boyfriends? Oh yeah, sure. Sure. And I, yeah, absolutely. And I had, and I had, you know, you know, dated, dated some girls in New York, but like, uh-huh. I wasn't, I hadn't decided on anything, you know, mm-hmm. it's a process. It's not like you wake up one day and you think, Oh, well, I'm this it's you wake up and you're like, I, okay, like this makes sense. I got to, you know, figure out my process and, and everyone's process is different. Some people are, right out of the gate and others take a little while and, and it's such a personal thing. And, and so when, you know, I was going through that, it was during the show. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, that was a, such a safe place to, you know, to think about those things and, and, you know, be around that collective female energy that was so inviting and welcoming and inspiring. And, and, um, and we were in Canada, so we were out of LA and all that bullshit. I love um, Vancouver. I, I love just, Vancouver. No, don't you like, miss, miss it. This is not shooting. God, there. I miss it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bummer. I miss it so badly. I know. But yeah, but yeah, so it was during it was during the show. And you know, it's just it's a yeah, so that's where it started. That's where huh. it began. How were your family when you when you came out? How, how I think they all knew. So they embraced and they were happy okay. Yeah, I think it took my mom a little while to 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 be okay with it, and then she came around um because my mom and I are polar opposites. My mom is very feminine and um, very put together and just the utmost lady you could ever imagine. And, you know, I came in like a, you know, and was complete opposite of her. So I think it, I think it took her a second and now, you know, she loves Anna and she loves her daughter-in-law and, you know, there was a happy ending. So happy. Did you have a wedding wedding? Like a a, a real ceremony? Very small. No, what a waste of money. Yeah. No, just a party. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. yeah, we just, yeah, we did it at the house. We had 15 people. It nice. was very quiet. It was just, it was sweet. It was, it didn't, I, we didn't need anything more than that. It's perfect. I'm not, it just, no, I don't, not my thing. Have you seen how, how it's changed? For instance, you know, Elliot coming out, Elliot Page um, mm-hmm. was the actress, uh, you know, for many years and now it came and became Elliot. And I love that. And I, I don't see that that, it just seems like the t- the doors are open now for people to be who they really are in a way that we hadn't seen before. Do you feel that? Yeah, but doesn't that have to do with social media? Mm-hmm. Like back, you know, back in like two thousand four. You're right. Whatever. We didn't have that when the L word was on initially. Facebook didn't even exist yet. I think Facebook was just starting to gain some heat in two thousand and eight. Right. right? Um, so that certainly seems to have, you know changed it but you know people like but you know people like Elliot and 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 you know and 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 you know the people that are brave and the shows that come out that all contributes to the shifting of 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 the narrative and, and understanding and acceptance so you know um so I you know I applaud it I think it's beautiful but that's I the positive that of, of the the that's the positive of, of, of that's social positive media. Of social if you use media. it for good, it can be powerful, but then you can also see how destructive it can be when people are using it for bad things. And it's just totally, wow. I have what a love hate relationship with social media. I really do. Like some days I'm like, I wish I didn't have Instagram. I wish I didn't have Twitter. Now on the other hand, it's like, but I'm so used to it. Right. Like Twitter. I just, you know, yeah. Twitter is like, you know, I follow journalists to like get up to date news and with Instagram, you know, you can look up, like DIY, how to tile a kitchen. Yeah. So it's just, it's, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's crazy how it's taken over our lives. So I just have like a love hate relationship with it. And I never can decide. I'm just a big retweeter. I just retweet. Oh, that's oh yeah. I'm a retweet as well. <laughs> I just, or retweet. like I'll put, and I'm not going to be oh, ashamed yeah. about it. I am a ret- retweeter and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But, listen, but, but people listen, that I, I, I admire and the, and the things that they're working on and there's, you know, and different opinions and things sometimes that are not even, hundred percent that I agree with, but that I think are smart enough that I, you know, what they're saying is right right now. I mean, how are you, did, I, I, for me, I wasn't a, 
in the beginning, a Biden supporter at all. This wasn't, that's not the road that I was going down, but I have to say he's grown on me so much as a, like, I, I, the grandpa Joe, man. I mean, we love Joe. He's just been riding with this, Biden. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is, he is doing the work he's moved in the areas that we need him to environmental and racism and, um, LGBTQ community. I mean, it's really something that he, what he's been up to. And I'm very excited about this administration and the, and the team I'm, he's putting together. Yeah. I listen, I'm, I agree. He wasn't oh. my first, he was, he wasn't my primary choice either, but, um, you know what? I'm all in for uncle Joe all in and, and, you know, and I'm just all in for it. Yeah. All in. And, uh, and Kamala, it's just, oh, I mean, that was like, we love, her. When, when, <laughs> love her to death. So right. that just made me in, beyond enthusiastic. So when she came out in that oh. convention with her in her white suit, oh, <laughs> I just stunning. started crying. And I was Amazing. like, oh my gosh, this is like, here's the goddess that we've been waiting for. Here you Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, I, yeah, love what a, I love her so yeah. much. And then, yeah, you know, too. and I was so, and I'm from Philly, so I was very proud of my hometown for a, contributing to big time. big time. Yeah. And I was watching, you know, in real time, people in the city celebrate and, you know, and, you know, and, and, and standing up for, you know, voting and, 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 you know, allowing the count and so forth and so on. And Philly was finally getting some national attention because the city never gets credit for much. It's a very underdog city. So I was very proud of my, hometown. it's a cool city. You know, it's funny. I actually, did go um, a couple months ago because my kid did a movie with Sean Penn's kids and uh, produced by this guy, David Michaels. And it's really cool. I think they've changed the title, but so they asked me to come in and play like, you know, a cameo, which I did just to go visit my kid. And it was during COVID. It was scary. And I, I, Mm. I went on Delta. I had like a shield, my mask. I could bear, you know, (laughs) basically I, I I did have a hazmat suit. I didn't put it on. I have to say at the, I should have, but I didn't. And, and then was put up um, where there's a big Whole Foods uh, next to like in a, in a big giant build uh, condos. But across the street is the famous park where all these activists are camped out right now. And they're in a um, intense and there's homeless people, but there's also activists um, like from the Black Lives Matter camp. They're just right, there right, right. and they're parked in, uh, and living there. So. Um, of course I had to go down and just like to see what was up and talk to some people, but of course. it was, I, um, and it was, uh, the city is great. It's a very it cool does. city. Yeah, it really city. is. It really is it's, wonderful. No, I, I, no one, go get, see no the one bell, gets it. The bell. You couldn't see no, any you, of the thing. You can't see the bell anymore. Cause it's behind a glass, a plexiglass, but now because of COVID you really can't get even near it. Well, no, the reason why it's in a glass is because some asshole decided to smack it with a hammer and they realized, oh, we should enclose this because I grew up in the city. So my grade school was a block away from the Liberty Bell. So I spent my childhood playing on the large lawn that was that was, you know, right next to the Liberty Bell. So it was no big moment for me, but used to be able to go over there and touch it, hang out around it. And so now it's just, it's in this glass case in this building and there's a line snaking around, you know, all the way outside just to have a look at this gigantic bell. It's like the Mona Lisa in Paris. You can't like get to totally. her, but, but, <laughs> but it, 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 it represents more now than ever that bell, Completely. like free the bell. So can we just see this bell? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, it's such a, the city's amazing. Philadelphia is honestly like my absolute favorite city in the world. It's just nobody. And, and you got to kind of like dive in there and spend some time to really understand not only the, 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 you know, the history of the, of, of that, that that's known for, but all of everything else surrounding it. It's just so rich and diverse and it's just the best place ever. And you can walk everywhere. You can walk everywhere. It was really cool. I, I did love it. So how do you think that we continue the narrative of inclusivity and diversity? That's why Biden has won because we're, we are not going to allow this kind of oppression that they want. We want to live in a diverse country. We live in a diverse country and we want to make sure that it stays that way. And that's what our government is right now. That's the, that's what he's putting together. Biden, his whole cabinet is a completely diverse women, you know, and Hollywood needs to, you know, Hollywood needs to keeps needs to keep their foot on the gas with that. And, and, and just constantly, you know, 
allow for diversity and and tell those stories and hire those those and hire those actors and 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 break the fucking mold already. Well, the L word was actually a mold break. I mean, it, it did break the mold. I mean, it was it, it yeah. was so before its time. I mean, it, it was the time for it, but it kind of blew people's minds, and people were really afraid of it in the mm-hmm. beginning, weren't they? Mm-hmm. It was they very, were. They didn't know. They very. didn't know what to make of it. It was, I think, because everyone had a vision of what like a lesbian was. Yeah. And that, and and the whole point of that show is to say it's not what you think. Like it's bigger than that. It's yeah. it's everywhere. You just haven't seen it. So yeah. here's an example. And we got a lot of flack for it too, because it was, you know, set in Los Angeles and it was glamorous, but it's because the, you know, the stereotype at the time was the opposite. And, you know, Eileen was like, I want to write, you know, a story from the experience and the environment that I know. And she brought in women directors, female directors. I mean, I, every, every, all of them. I, every, everybody yeah. was a female director that I worked with. Kimberly Pierce, I worked with, we did, did, um, so many cool, we had amazing. Kim, we had Kim, yeah, we had great directors. We had great Kimberly directors. Pierce, Lisa, Lisa Cholodenko. Yeah. Um, oh, I love her. Yeah, me too. We had Mary Heron direct one yeah. way I back when. I think I did one. Did we do one? You did do one with Mary Yeah, Heron, we did one with actually. Mary. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, and those, uh, Angela Robinson, Rose Trochet. I mean, there was like a laundry list of amazing female directors that came in. I love Angela Robinson. Love her to death. As a She's person. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. As a person, as a director, yeah. she made fun episodes. It was just like pop. Like wow. she just knows how to make candy for screen. It's amazing. She's a big um, part of Time's Up. I believe that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, So do you feel, uh, do you want to direct? Yeah, I'd love to direct. It would have to be something that I really understand. I wouldn't want to come in blind. And I don't think anyone would ever hire me anyway, because I have no experience. But if it was a project that I was, you know, a part of or something that I, came up with on my own. Yeah. I'd give it a shot. I'd give it Do you a play shot. music? Do you, are you a musician at all? You don't Not know? even remotely close to a musician. No. Mm-mm. DJ? Mm-mm. I DJ. Yeah. I can DJ. What's can the music that you're, anything getting you through these times? Like, like, Oh, like, you know, the old days where you, I, I grew up where one record you put on the record and you'd live with that record. You read the lyrics and you'd follow the, every song. And now it's just like a single. It, bum- it bums me out. Kids are like missing this whole experience that like music had when I was growing up, which was like that record. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I get it. I don't think I've listened to music in about a year. Really? To be honest. I just don't, my brain doesn't have space for it. What is your I brain? Listen, I listen to podcasts. Oh, honestly, I just like, I re- like podcasts kind of took over the music for me. It just, I, I don't like when I'm in the car, I don't mind a long car ride. Cause I just put on my podcast. What are the and podcasts just, that you love? Um, well, every day, the New York times, the daily. Yeah. Um, uh, this American life, mm-hmm. uh, pod save America. Mm, of course. <laughs> pod, sa- pod save the world. If you're, um, I have to look at my phone. I have a bunch. Um, uh, there's one, there's an NPR podcast called, uh, embedded. I think that's what it's called. Um, did, yeah. Did, did like you that. ever hear Ronan Farrell's, uh, whole thing that ha- he did on, on, um, on, uh, based off his book. Yeah. I don't think so. Is it worth it? Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out. It's, a, it's really great. It's, a, it's actually, some people go backwards if you don't, if you can also hear him read his book, which is extraordinary, but then him doing the podcast about the making uh, writing of this book. It's, it's pretty good. Okay. I'll check it out. I usually stick to, um, I usually stick to like news. weekly. Yeah. Weekly like podcast drops, but yeah, I've just been like a news junkie. So I just, I should probably ease up on that. It's not good for my brain, but I can't help it. And me, it makes me really anxious and depressed. And I, that's all I do too. And I, all I used to do is just listen to music, but you know, it's me too. Matter. I always used to listen to music. Oh. I would blast it in my car and yeah. I, and I love it. I just don't have the bandwidth at the moment to enjoy it. It's quite Tom, sad actually. When I say that out loud, I know. it is Tom Petty just put out his wildflowers that he, well, his daughter, Adria put out, um, the, 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 this a bunch of songs that were meant for wildflowers is like part two that never were released. It's, it's pretty great. 
All right. Maybe I'm going to check out. Yeah, it's great. Love Tom Petty. It's re- Oh, then you're going to love this sure. record. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I have, well, you know, how you just asked about that inclusivity uh, yeah. question of regarding, yes. I was, you know, I, I, it doesn't just go for, you know, the LGBTQ community or, or, or um, it's also has to do with, you know, ageism as well, I think. Don't, Hello. I mean, and I think, and I bring this up because you made that documentary years ago that I love and that I, that I, that I actually own called Searching for Deborah Winger, where you're uh-huh. basically having that exact conversation. And that, when was that made? Like I, 2002? So I, that was, I, for, I was 40. I mean, I, what a trip. And, and, it, and I was asking those questions. Well, it's a trip that you were, you were younger than me when you made that, when you made yeah. that doc. Right. And, yeah. and that was made before these conversations have at all been taking place and how relevant that doc still is, how the same conversation is being had, what, 18 years later. Yeah, it's like balancing your life with your art was, was kind of the theme for me. Like, and, and then I was seeing, God, you're hitting 40. Little did I know that was more to it, I guess, for me, um, anyway, with the Weinstein stuff, which I found out later. But I'm dealing with that now. You know, I am definitely dealing with where, uh, as you see, what just happened to the Screen Actors Guild, where they cut out all our insurance, you know, years Mm -hmm. and years of paying. So my age, um, it will hit me in a couple years, but a few years. um, I just turned 61. 61. Well, you wear it beautifully. And I'm depressed about, I got really depressed about the eight. Like, it's like, wow. Cause I don't feel that at all in my soul, but it's just like, it is just a number. But immediately when I say it, I feel shame saying it. I feel 61. Like I like can't even get it out. The one <laughs> it's, 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 but you know what? You're not alone. Cause it's happening to everyone. You met me when I was what? 23, 24, 25. Yeah, and now I'm like, I'm going to be 43 soon. So are you? You're 61 to, yeah. So you're 61 today. I'm going to be 61 tomorrow. Like nobody gets out of that. Nobody gets to reverse that. Right. So, and that's like, that's something I, that's something that I've had to figure out. So many people, I, have you gotten any fights with anybody that don't wear masks? I just, I'm, I'm literally getting into screaming matches with people who don't wear a mask, you know, around in public. It's terrible. It's like, I become that person. Like, where's your mask? You're putting us in danger. Like, Good. I know my mom actually does that as well. My mom like scowls at people and yells at them. Most of it. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, it's interesting. I had to go get tested the other day um, because for work now you have to get tested three times a week. So I went in to Beverly Hills to get tested and it was very early in the morning. So, you know, no one was really out. And this woman was about to pass me and she didn't have a mask on and she was smoking a cigarette. Oh shit. No. And I'm like, first of all, it's 9 a.m. You shouldn't be smoking this early. That's just gross. Yeah. Secondly, where's your fucking mask? And, and thirdly, blowing your smoke on you. That and also, isn't there a no smoking ban in Beverly Hills? Yeah. Like I, it, uh, the whole thing just felt wrong to me, and I just kind of you know skirted around her to get away. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yell at anything. I just try to avoid people as much as possible. It's probably it's good not to yell at people. But I did have one guy um, in the summer this last summer he was in Malibu and he was, you know, a surfer guy. And he came out and he had his Trump flags and Trump stickers and, and, um, no mask. And we were supposed to wear masks, especially in Malibu where people are in the public, you know, mm-hmm. street. And I said, you know, I said, you got to wear a mask. He goes, Fuck. Like, he just went after me. And, I mean, um, isn't that just the, always the fucking answer? Yeah. Like, Fuck you. And like, then that's he all they can say. Bit on me. No. Yeah. And I was so flipped out. Like I was so flipped out. It was like, this Trump supporter spit on me. And I ran, I went home and like scrubbed myself. I was so flipped out. But just the fact that that's the, the vitriol that, and then I realized, no, I actually have that too. And that's where we got to feel like, I, I, I don't agree that I, I, I'm never going to be able to align myself ever with a white supremacist. That's just never going to happen. So, um, but, but, people who, you know, who are willing to, you know, heal this country in whatever way they have to do that. Um, I'm, I'm all for the healing. I don't know. I don't know how we can unite white supremacists who want to kill Jews and, you know, African-American, anybody who's not white. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. I just don't. I don't even have it. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. It's utterly crazy. Do you do stuff for the uh, LGBTQ community? Like, like, are you active in that? Er- 
at all? I mean, in things that work with glad or, or do you, you know, any of that? I think we've done some things. Hold on. I'm going to let the dog out. Come on. Oh, get out. She went to go out. Get out. That's okay. Um, I think, um, what have I done? I, we've done, we've done a few things. Um, and now that you bring that up, I should probably be doing more because now I'm feeling a bit guilty. Um, no, uh, we've done some, some things for, uh, is it, Gl- is it Glesson? Is it G L S E N? That's, that's what it well, stands I have, for. I, I'm going to bring you down to the Alexis project because you remember Alexis Sarquette was my, of course, trans yeah, sister, your sister that p- passed away four years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was really horrible. But since then, Dr. Astrid Hagar of the Violence Intervention Program, um, who is down at UCLA, UCLA USC Medical Center, and um, she's one of the people. She created the forensic rape kit. She's a child abuse doctor. She's like the most badass, amazing woman. And she um, was talking about doing a clinic for the LGBTQIA community, and. Mm-hmm. So my brother David and I went down there and, and, you know, wanted to give money in Alexis's name to maybe do a little art studio within it so that, you know, kids could create art there. She goes, well, no, I have a better idea. We're going to do this together. And it's called the Alexis Project. So there's a clinic up and running downtown um, that is, you know, for therapy. And it's just the uh, health care for, for that Incredible. community. Incredible. Because Incredible. 60% of the kids that are on the street are, um, you know, haven't, I've been kicked out because maybe they, I mean, one, we know about that little boy that, um, that doc, was Dr. Hagar's patient. It was 10 year old boy who was murdered. My brain, mm-hmm. this is so bad about getting older. Like sometimes I forget everybody's <laughs> names and I hope I don't have Alzheimer's, but God, it's so bad. Antonio, I think it's the name Antonio. And he, he was murdered by his parents because he loved the color pink. Jesus fucking Christ. So, so there's a, there's a clinic there for, you know, people for transition, for therapy, for all. Mm-hmm. For, um, no, and, that's important. That's, that's and I'd super love, important. I'd love you to see it. Cause it, I'd love it to take you down there. I'd love you to, oh love my God, to take I you down love, there. Listen, I'm, I'm all about that. And, and you and Anna, I'd love both yeah, of you to come down. hundred percent. See it. hundred percent. I would love that. I would, when it's you, really, it, it is, it's very important, um, you know, for, uh, for the community to have a safe place you know, to get, uh, you know, medical checkups and because we don't, you know, you know, being cisgender, we don't realize how, you know, easy it is, you know, just, you know, for people to, to, to operate in this world, we don't, there's not that, that prejudice. And so I'm all about finding and supporting, you know, medical practices that support the whole community without prejudice. So people can take care of themselves. Do you know when we did, the L word, there was no pronouns of like they, them that didn't, it, never, it didn't, it didn't, didn't exist. exist four years ago. Alexis died four years ago. And I remember, you know, and Alexis, uh, identified it as a woman, but then at the very end, it was like, it, she was like, it doesn't matter. She, Alexis was a they, cause sometimes mm. Alexis would be, you know, butch. And sometimes she'd be in her dresses and her, you know, or feminine side. And it was, I realized, like I said, oh my gosh, you were they before there was a they. <laughs> you are right. Alexis was they, you know, and and right. we didn't have that pronoun. She figured she, right? fi- she figured she figured it out before. She said it, it became... doesn't matter, and she's right. You know, it she doesn't said, just me. Like yes, that's why I was like here. Like all these women, a, a lot of uh, uh, the lesbian community were see, got upset with Elliot, and I was just like, why? Why would you get upset? Well, Elliot wants to be. Did you see that? I, if I saw that, it would make me um, completely irate. So mercifully, I didn't see that, but yeah. I believe it's it. It's ridiculous, it's, right? It's, 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 it's just, it's, 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 it's just, it's fucking crazy. I don't think I, have enough, I, I don't think yeah. there's enough time for me to like go off about how angry that makes me. Yeah. Um, yeah there's this, uh, I, someone, I think it was maybe someone, I heard that there's a, there's a group in the, in the, in the gay community that called TERFs. Have you heard of that term? No. They're like, and I don't, don't ask me what it stands for. Maybe like someone in your podcast could like tell you what it stands for. It's, 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 it's like, but it's like, it's like lesbians who won't accept trans, uh, transgendered women. Oh, 
Okay. So I, now I, it, or transgendered it, men or like, or it's something it's like, it's this very radicalized approach to identity and sexuality. And, and that's what this is. That's what, that's, that's what, I what think that is. is. Am I right? Yeah, that's what it is. And so it's like, what is the, the, like, this is what we're all trying to be coming together and have acceptance. So that's not what you need right now. I mean, this is just not dumb. at all. I, and so don't do and, that. It's like, let's yeah, just everybody like, be who they are and not have any judgment. That's what it's about. I completely agree. But unfortunately there is this, like, there is this, this pocket of, of, of people that, you know, act like, you know, when, you know, like they feel like maybe they've like lost one of their own or something too. And it's like, no, somebody just figured out who they are. Celebrate that. Right. Stop. It has nothing to do with you. Knock it off. Like knock it the fuck off. Yeah. It's early. So I'm probably not articulating myself terribly well, but that's what that pocket of people are called. And it's just absurd. And they're incredibly off-putting and ignorant and, and, and not my people whatsoever. Right. Oh, okay. What's next? So you're going to work. It's going to be really interesting to be able to go back. I, I, the, the movie that I did in, in for like a minute in Philadelphia that my daughter did, they had, you know, it was really strict. You got tested. Yep. The whole crew was wearing a mask. Um, I mean, it, it it's doable, but it, it's a, you have to adjust to this. And I think that crew gets a little pissed off because they are working their asses off and they have to keep mm-hmm. this mask on. And it's, it's hard. It's hard on them. So I know um, that things are pared down. I know, you know, you know how, you know how on set, like there's just a lot of, a lot of riffraff, right? Like there's a lot you don't of talking, need those, a lot of those people on the set. You don't. And so COVID, <laughs> so COVID eliminated all of the, all of the riffraff. And so That's now you great. just get to work and you do your job. And I've always wanted that sort of environment. So I welcome it. And I'm just kind of happy to get out of my house for a little while. What is Shane? What's happening with the storyline? Anything that you can tell us that's, or is it all secret? Uh, storyline of this season? Do you know, or do you, do they give you know, a storyline that, or do you get surprised every week? No, no, no. I got, no, okay. um, I, no, I get, I get heads up on like what they're thinking. We, we figure it out last year. She, uh, she had a wife that came back and at the end they broke up. Um, Perfect this timing year, for Sherry. <laughs> totally. This year, this year, I don't know what I'm allowed to give away, but I can say that I'm working with someone that I'm that I love to pieces, and I'm so excited to work with her. And I don't as know a if director I'm allowed or to say, as an actor, like her and I have like all oh. my work is primarily okay. with her, which I'm so beyond excited about because I just love this girl so much, and. Um, and I don't know what I'm allowed to say because I don't know if I'll get in trouble. Yeah, don't don't say anything. Then we'll, we'll just have to tune in. That's all I can say is that I'm very excited about. Is this somebody that this. you've worked with before, or is this a? I I worked with her a bit last year. Okay. And and mercifully, you know, she's she's come back, and now um, we have a major storyline together, and I just I just I love her. So my great, days great. at work are going to be a gift. Fun, fun, fun. That's about you've all been, I can say. I think without getting yeah, in trouble. Yeah, that's that's good. And I thought, oh, so it's great that it's come back. I mean, who fucking knew, right? Because was because I thought there was a moment where it wasn't coming back, and then they just decided. Is that Leisha? Je- well, I mean, Leisha Jennifer and I campaigned for it for a, many, many years. We started bringing it up in like 2012, I believe, and yeah. you're trying to figure out different iterations of how it could be, and reboots didn't exist, and and the version of it and the and it becoming a movie version didn't make much sense. So it kind of, you know it kind of died on the hill. And then I, after 26, after the election in 2016, it got, we brought it up again and we started approaching it differently. And that's when Showtime said, yeah, let's bring that back. But at that point, reboots were kind of becoming a thing. So people could wrap their brain around what it looked like. And long story short, here we are. Well, it's exciting. Um, okay. Well, I, I saw Jennifer cause Jennifer and I were on a uh, panel. No, we were on a committee at the screen actors guild thing together for sexual harassment. And, um, mm. I love her. Such a good girl. Love J love JB. She's like <laughs> a big sister. She's like a big sister. She's just such a great woman. Isn't she? Very great woman. Very smart. Very, um, incredibly thoughtful. She's been living in Vancouver all, all along. And now it's back here just to do this. Yeah. She has to now come back into this, you know, cesspool to shoot the season. <laughs> I'm sure she's not loving that, but. But yeah, yeah. 
so uh, yeah, I love I, I love Jennifer to death. Um, yeah, I just I treat her like my big sister. Well, give her She's my like love, will advice. you? Just tell her I give big hu- give her a hug because I'm sure you guys. Have, if I can, co- I don't know. Am I, you're COVID I don't free. Know. You can hug. I don't know. Even like the actors are now in zone A, right? Like we're the most tested and we're the ones who, you know, deal with each other. So we're all in that zone, but I still don't think that we're allowed to hug each other. Well, how are you doing that in the show? I think when they yell action, it's a different story, but it's not like business as usual, (laughs) you know, where you're like, Hey, can I hang out in your trailer or let's share makeup. I don't think those days are over. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, no, it's very, very, like, it's, it's it's very condensed. It's very streamlined now. It'll be a trip, but I know it's, I'm grateful to be working, honestly, after a year of doing nothing. <clears throat> Do you have trans actors that have come on, like, real trans actors, like, trans women on the show? Yeah. Who, who Who's calling on the show that um, I missed a season that I missed that? Are you talking about this new iteration? Yeah. Yeah, new. The new show? Yeah. We have the most incredible woman. Her name is Jamie Clayton. Oh, that's right. Jamie Clayton's on that. She's Just, the bee's knees. I missed that. Okay. She I was heard. on she she was on a bit last year. She was on, I want to say for maybe three or four episodes. Um I could be wrong in that number, but she was she was a reoccurring uh character last year. And great. Now we got her and I'm so beyond happy. That's exciting. She's, She's a good love okay. deaf. And good actor, actress. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't like the term actress. I, I say, I, I don't know. Actually... But you know what? I was really doing that for her. <laughs> so, yes. Oh no, I, I all, know. But like, no, we but, all say but, actor. Like, We're, I'm an actor. You're an actor. But I think there's some people that, you know, uh, I, I know Alexis likes being just, called an actress. And I just, I hear the word actress and it always just, I'm like, ugh. It is. I don't, why can't we just all be actors? Like we're all just doing a profession. And that's, I think that, you know, the teachers of like the Strasbourg and all the, the that's, you're an actor. You know, you're an we're, actor. We're, we're actors. We're not. Yeah. I just, always I am an actor. It. I always, I've they always say that at SAG, you know, they, at SAG Awards. Hi, I'm an actor. You know, like they oh, yeah. they, where they talk, the embarrassing moments where you I'm talk an to actor. the camera. <laughs> yeah. I always hated that term actress. I've hated it since yeah. I was a kid. It makes yeah. my skin crawl for whatever reason. Um, did, did you know you wanted to be an actress when you were young? No. I, I, no, I, uh, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't have, no, but I just watched a lot of, uh, movies with my father growing up. And so I was given a wealth of, uh, I was given a, a wealth of experience through the movies. He would sit me, have me sit down and watch with him. And I thought that looks like fun. Yeah. And to, and to, do you talk ever about your family? You have, an aunt. I mean, and then I, yeah. And I, and I come from a family of, of artists, whether they're actors, producers, or dancers, like I have a family yeah. of artists. So yeah. it wasn't strange for me to say, Oh, I want to do this. Everyone just right, kind of right. shrugged their shoulders and they were like, all right, great. <laughs> it wasn't a big conversation that had to be had. I didn't have to convince anyone. So your aunt is, is Blythe Danner. Correct. And your, and your cousin is Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth, yeah. Yeah. And, and so do you have a relationship with the kids? Do you see, see oh, yeah. her? Yeah. Oh yeah. So my, yeah. so how funny is this? My husband's granddaughter is best friends with Apple. <laughs> Get out. Isn't that Are funny? You Maybe you've seen her around. Her name is Emily. She I, was, <laughs> I, I may have even met her. Who knows? Um, Probably yeah, no, she, it's, it's, fun, are, it's they, fun to like, it's fun to like have a relationship with my family and we're all adults. It's, 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 it's quite lovely. And, and, um, do you get free goop? <laughs> I got, you know what I got? I got vagina candle. Oh, smell my vagina. Okay. I have it to tell you. so good. Does it? It's, it's an awesome candle. I'm serious. Like the candle so, is a legit candle. Well, it smells like, it smells like my vagina is like, I have to say it was so funny. Cause I went there. So I said, I didn't even want to sniff it. I said, I don't know if I want to smell, uh, Gwyneth's vagina. So, so <laughs> A dope but, candle, but but it's a dope candle. So now I'll, I'll go get it. That's funny. Um, it's a really, it's a yeah. They they really it was the they, greatest they marketing ever. I have to say, but yeah, I love my family. I'm I feel fortunate. They're all just aside from you know minus you know who they are and the image they have. They're yeah. just really cool people, fun people, and good people. They're just rad and so unaffected and just. I just love. I just I I, I enjoy being around my family because we're all. I think we all have a really good sense of humor about things and everyone's incredibly intelligent and, and 
no one's caught up in themselves. And, you know, I, I appreciate my family as I get older because, you know, time is precious. Do you spend holidays? Did you do Thanksgiving with everybody? This Chris, this Thanksgiving? Yeah. No. Everybody just stayed in. Like yeah, people, people were, pe- my husband really wanted to go and see his kids. So we did like, you know, 20 feet away tables. <laughs> so it was literally yeah. one table was here. One, and we just, we just had, had, you know, a little meal and then left and um, everybody was safe and had been tested um, right. days before. So we all knew that we were safe, but it was, uh, I was freaked out. I've been, I've been a lot more freaked out than I, uh, I thought I would be. I'm, I'm very freaked out about it. Cause I've lost, I lost three people that I knew from. You like, have? Yeah. And then one, oh, one per- like person, people that, you know, I knew that, 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 are dead and died by themselves, you know, in, in the hospital and couldn't be with their family. It's just, it's the worst. It's, this is, it really is the worst. And you just don't want that to be there. And yesterday, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw, I know, um, you know, Alyssa Milana put this out, but there was this photograph of all these iPads on stands at the hospital. I saw that. Oh, where they're, where the nurses. That's their goodbye. Those are, so those are, they're there so that people can say their goodbyes to their families. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it's heart wrenching. It's truly heart wrenching. (sighs) Heart wrenching. I just, I worry, I worry for my mom. She's alone. She's going to be 80. She, you know, I just, she's very, very cautious. Can you, she uh, she, can't get her here somehow. She wouldn't want to come here even she, if I could. She, she, she she's very either. independent. She does yeah. not. She's a old, like an Irish, like old school independent woman. No one does. She have somebody her watching her. Do you have like a housekeeper that keeps her eye, gets groceries for her? Mm-mm. Nope. But everything is very close, and like in the neighborhood, everything is close. So the grocery store is a block away. You know, the, this place is a block away. Nothing is far, so she doesn't have to get on public transport or okay. anything. I just, you know, I just worry because God forbid, I don't know how the hell I'd get over there. Um, but you know, I, that's, you know, I, I worry, it worries me yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. And that, but you do talk through this. Do you have like zoom with her? No, she doesn't like iPhones, but oh, I call that's her. Right. Every day. Oh, she won't. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. She doesn't know. Do so I, I call her on her landline and that's we have right. a chat every night at seven o'clock. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. So that's our little date every day. Oh, that's nice. I have to, I'm an only yeah. child. I don't have, there's no one else to do it aside from me. I hope I get to see you in person. Well, me too. It would be great. Oh, Jesus. And let, One day. Did, yeah. Who's the producers of the, did, wait, did you get new, another producer? Like I heard. Yeah. yeah we have a new showrunner. We have so, a new showrunner. Cause I, I lean. That's um, going to be good. Last season, there was a showrunner, something, something I heard. Uh, I just heard all, you know, rumblings that wasn't working out. So this is going to be better season. Maybe. Um, no, we have the same showrunner. Um, uh, uh, you know, and and I'm a producer. Alicia's a producer. Jennifer's a producer. You know, it's it's you know it's um. But Eileen's it's gone. The, Eileen, well, Eileen kind of like she she helps. I think she helps shepherd it. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Uh, like, how did she help shepherd? She it? created the show. So is that is that she like did? A, yeah, she handed the baton to someone younger, um, and you know that's great because you know, you need a younger uh, perspective in there. I think so much has shifted. Um, and Eileen is still there and she helps shepherd, you know, characters or stories or whatnot. And the, you know, she, she helps, you know, shepherd the DNA of the show and whatnot. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a collaborative sort of effort. But you guys are all producers now. So that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that really means, but yeah, we're producers. <laughs> it means that you took less salary so you could be you're supposed to make something on the other end, but does it ever happen? That's does it ever happen? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you know what I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for that EP credit. So I can like get in there and really like work on other things. The, the char- no, I get to work on the character and I can make sure that's coming from like a real authentic place. And, you know, I, I, I and I'm able to push back when needs be and, 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 you know, get my voice heard in, in the room when, when there's notes for it. And, so there's, I think it's more creative, but I don't try to abuse the privilege. It's not like I'm going to get in there and complain about, you know, a concept meeting. I just know what my, I just want, you know, my storyline shit to work. It's really what it is. So do I. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. Well, this is what it's come to too. You know, just terms of like, um, 
I think, I mean, I am going to be directing a movie. I am excited about that, but, um, amazing. But just, just, just the way, like I had, I just had a job that was something I really wanted to do. It was great. It was great producer. Really. And at the last minute, somebody in the up, up top of the top nixed me. Are you serious? No, I'm serious. And it's like, it's like, there's still the remnants wow. of people who kind of stick up for Harvey. And it's just like, it's just that there is that. And, and you think, oh, that's being parent. I know, but you know, I found out that no, indeed, that was something that happened. And, um, oh my God, I know. And you just go, gosh, oh what is this? It's just awful. You know, and think, is this so the greatest thing that's happened in, in terms of COVID is that we're seeing that you don't need all these studios. Like people are doing shit on their own and they're able to yeah. figure it out and yeah. get the, and, and, and there's ways of, of doing it now too, yeah. that where you're not married to the studio system, you know, you're not. I mean, I mean, that's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's all shifting anyway. I mean, as we're seeing the whole thing is blowing up and changing. And so people are going to be start, you know, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see. To it. It'll be interesting to see what the what the the transition out of COVID and how that affects this business and how people approach making product. It'll because the innovation and the ideas aren't done yet, right? Like they're only getting started. So I, I I am very very curious to see how the new approach to getting things done is going to be handled. Tell me, you know, everything you want to share about what you're working on and tell me about the L word you're shooting it right now. And it may not be coming on till probably the fall or the, I mean, if I do listen, I, 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 I'm, 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 not, I'm, you know, I'm not in the prediction business, but maybe in the summer, I'm not too sure. My first day of work is next uh, Wednesday. Yeah. So there probably will be in the summer. I bet people. I think, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Everything got kind of delayed, but, um, I, yeah, that's what, other than that, I mean, Alicia and I have a podcast, Alicia Haley and I. You do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Would you come on? No. For, of, be a course. Guest? Obviously, awesome. of course. All right. Of course then I'm going to be in touch with you. I'm I didn't be in know touch that. With you in the new year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my, yeah. We had, my same phone number. It's been there forever. Perfect. I have you on my phone. Yeah. Alicia Haley and I got bored during, uh, the, I think the first quarter the first stage of, of quarantine. And we thought, Oh, let's just try doing a podcast. And long story short, here we are still doing the podcast. This is, I didn't even know that. So I'm going to, I got to, I, I got to get that. Yeah. I'm going to tune in. To, where is no. it on your, your own thing? Is it on something? Is it on? Yeah. It's on a cast, but you can okay, find it. Um, okay. You could, yeah. You could find it, you know, in your iTunes. Okay. Thing. It's called pants. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's fun. So, you know, it's, you know, how often do you do it? Do you once a week? Yeah, we do it once a week. Okay. We're going to take a break, though, for the holiday because it's just yeah. too much. And now that work's starting, Leash and I are on different schedules. So we're just kind of like, oh, shit, we got to figure out a new formula to get this done. So lunchtime you know. in, the, in, the, in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if we can even be in our, each other's trailers anymore. Oh. No, it's a real trip. And Leash and I do everything remotely. Like we do what you and I are doing. We do yeah. a Zoom. So I don't. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll weekend we'll be devoted to doing new episodes. You'll remember you're going to be wiped out because you're going to have the, those crazy days. Are they changing Completely. the schedule? Is it 12 hour days or, or are they longer? They're trying to keep French hour days. I know that. It's oh, French really? hours. So you yeah, eat lunch. Don't, on, they don't break for lunch. Mm-mm. It's totally different now. Everything. I don't know though. I haven't, I haven't experienced it yet. I'll, I'll know next week. To it's going to be what good. It really feels like. It's I'm gonna be looking good. forward to it. I'm okay. I'm okay just to get in, do my job, go home. I'm You're so lucky to be fine. working, right? Yeah. God bless you. So, so beyond lucky. I didn't think it was going to happen this year. So I'm very happy. All right. I send you lots of love and thank you so much for this. And I want to, uh, I definitely want to come on and talk to you guys. Let me know. We'd love to have you on pants. Okay. Bro. So I'll be in touch with you in the new year <laughs> okay. when we get our, our schedule together. And okay, thank you hon- for having me. And thank you. All right, thank doll. you so much. Beautiful. Bye. Take care. Okay. Love. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review Radical Musings to help other listeners find the show and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast to be alerted every time we post a new episode. Radical Musings is brought to you by Audio Up, produced by Krista Liney and Carla Braun, edited by Jeremiah Zimmerman, production support provided by Ashley Ardent, Sam Winter, Tyler Dorson, Emma Rappold, and Richard Regal. Thank you all so much. Thank you.
It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.